0: that last chief thing was hilarious good job oh yeah what you guys think of uh got a few things to catch up on first of all the trailer for season 8 which i thought turned out pretty good i didn't think i could cut a decent trailer i always thought i was bad at it but once i finished that season 8 trailer i was like you know that's pretty cool It's all sound design, too. Like, I got this, uh, sound pack. It's, uh, Gennardine, I think his name is. There's a bunch of sounds he has for free, but then there was, like, a new pack he released, and he charged, like, five bucks for it. And it has all these Michael Bay-esque sounds, so as soon as I bought them, it was, was like, five bucks. Like, you can get it yourself if you want. But, uh, as soon as I got that, and I started listening to all of them, I was like, Fuck. I just, I gotta make a trailer now with this, and I just went full on Michael Bay with it. Like, I'm gonna make the most Michael Bay trailer, style trailer I possibly can with these sounds, and just go fucking nuts. I thought it turned out pretty well. If, you know, it's a little long, and it kind of gives away a lot of the story, but that was kind of the intention, was to just let people know that it was a 2001 parody kind of thing, so, like, cover all the major plot beats. To give people the, you know an accurate sense of what the hell I'm doing with the show, because I think so many people are s- fucking confused. Like, what's he doing? What? What's the season about? Like, they're on a ship? Where are the toys? They're not in the bedroom? What the fuck is John doing? Is he high? Uh, like, I'm going somewhere with it all, you know? But I think people are just really fucking confused at the moment. But there's like, there's a grand picture, there's a grand scheme to the whole thing that is not immediately apparent. It was the same thing with season 7 and 6 and 5, it just keeps repeating itself. I do a new premiere and it's like, Oh, he's lost his edge. What the fuck's he doing? I don't understand. And then by the end it's like, oh, I see. Alright. They can't just give me the benef- benefit of the doubt the next time around. It's like, oh, he's now he's lost his edge. John Graham is finished. His career is dead. <laughs> no studio will ever touch him. John has Taskbar on top that's some pretty good alien evidence (laughs) do you get gamer fatigue a lot? all that fucking time dude collected so many fucking games over the years it's just amazing to like just you're beside yourself looking at you just looking at all your games going what the fuck are you doing? you don't want to play a single one? what's the matter with you? like it's not like all the games you bought are shit I mean you only buy games that you want so You'd think if you looked at your library, you'd see one fucking game that you want to play. But you're just like, ugh. It's the same thing with movies, man. So I just end up not watching and playing anything. And it's like, what the fuck? Why am I alive then? (laughs) Are you bored of gaming, John? No, I'm not bored of gaming. But it just, it, not many games hold my attention. Like, Dead Rising is an exception. The Last of Us. Something where it's like an emotional experience, right? Dead Rising, not necessarily. That's just a fun game. But something like The Last of Us, where it has an actual emotional experience to deliver. Like, I'll play the shit out of something like that. You should make short RB and the Chief vids and put them on places like Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta cut more promotional material. Like podcast highlights and little clips from the show. Like funny funny bits, like highlights from the Bytes series and stuff like that. Maybe I should do like a best of compilation of just like throughout the whole series, you know? A few YouTube users have done that. Sometimes I, I watch that over my own links, you know? Instead of my, the actual uploads that I uploaded, if I want to watch bits of my old show, I'll just watch super cuts that other people have uploaded. Or like, you know, the best of season 3, best of season 4, best of season 5. Suicide Squad won a fucking Oscar? Get the hell out of here. No it didn't. You fucking troll. What did it win an Oscar for? Worst editing? (laughs) Least cohesive story. And the Oscar goes to... (laughs) The pre-show shit for the Oscars was almost 2 hours ago. No clue how far they into it. Oh yeah, that shit takes for fucking ever. Suicide Squad won makeup. Really? Best makeup and hair design. Holy shit. Well, you know, I guess it was pretty good in that department. I mean, you got to give credit where it's due, right? I mean, it was kind of a shit movie and I didn't I was kind of annoyed watching it. I mean, I'm down for a shit movie. I'm down for a shit movie as long as you don't bore me, or irritate me. You know. And I wasn't necessarily bored in that movie. A few moments, but I was mostly irritated, because I was like, this could have been so much better, you know. And it just—it feels like it was butchered in post-production. So is you saying we is some kind of Suicide Squad? <laughs> <laughs> that was the only one they were nominated. Yeah, I figured as much. Can't believe Suicide Squad is an Oscar-winning film. (laughs) Like, say that in a sentence. You know? Suicide Squad won an Oscar. Wow. Why don't we just give Batman vs Superman an Oscar? John, favorite YouTubers? I don't watch a lot of YouTubers. I'm starting to. Um, H3H3. I watch his stuff. I like- he's a cool guy. He seems like a really chill dude. Um, who else? Filthy Frank. I've started getting into his shit. He's fucking funny. Um, really bizarre comedy, but uh, hilarious. Uh, Sam Hyde. Um, do you guys see Sam Hyde's twenty seventy paradigm shift? He did a TED talk. It's fucking hilarious. He gets he gets on to TED, <laughs> and he under the it under the disguised under the pretext that he's like this, like, hero that went into the Middle East and saved a bunch of women and children from some war torn country or something like that. Just a bunch of bullshit, right? But the TED guys bought it, and they were like, we'd love to have you on the show. So they get this guy on, and I don't want to... I mean, I'm not going to do it justice. Just watch Sam Hyde's 2070 Paradigm Shift. It's fucking hilarious. He's talking about how he wants to teach poor starving African kids how to do JavaScript on their iPads (laughs) and he holds up the sheet of paper he's got in his hand and he holds it over his face because he doesn't want to see he doesn't want other people to see that he's laughing his ass off and he's trying to suppress it you know but yeah check that out I still gotta watch his show Uh, what is it World Peace I've heard a a lot of good things about that but I haven't seen it yet John Tron yeah I've seen a little bit of John Tron a friend of mine showed it to me I've been doing playthroughs of video games with that guy on occasion. Uh, we we played through Banjo-Kazooie and Banjo-Tooie in, like, small increments across a series of months. So we finally beat both. That was cool. Those are amazing games. The Banjo-Kazooie games and Banjo-Tooie for N64. Holy fuck. Solid platforming. John, Game of Thrones or Breaking Bad? And that's a good question. I think I gotta go with... Breaking Bad, Um there's just something about it, like the visuals. The visual storytelling is so tight and concise in that mo- in that show. But Game of Thrones has really epic storytelling, like the way character arcs kind of like get fleshed out and bounce off one another in meaningful ways throughout the course of the whole series. Really cool. Like you know how Arya gets locked up in that or not locked up she's she's at this like camp rebel camp or something like that and there's like this dude in the cage who ends up being revealed to this assassin dude and she kinda you know goes under his wing as an apprentice in the house of faces or whatever the fuck it's called to be trained as an assassin but it's like they, they set that up so early like all the way back in season two and then season five it's like or season six, you're seeing that same relationship play out and evolving. It's really cool what they're doing. Really great writing and long-term, like thinking ahead about where the story is gonna go. But I guess that's a lot of that credit goes to George Martin, right? The guy's a genius. I mean, he's proven himself. Have you watched dubs? No, I haven't. Nostalgia critic? Oh, I've watched his stuff. I'm not really into it though. I like. I prefer people on camera who don't have a lot of energy. You know people who are like overly peppy in front of the camera and the microphone. Hey everybody, it's John. Welcome to another cool video review of whatever the fuck. Just I can't get into it just because it sounds like you're, like I'm too aware that you're putting on a you're putting on a voice for the for the camera. You know why can't you just talk normally like I'm doing right now? You gotta you gotta put a, a voice on it like this for it to sound interesting. Hey John, what's your favorite type of movie—action, drama, comedy, etc.? I don't really have a preference. I mean, I just like cinema, you know. So I'm I'm on board with it, ever whatever genre it is. I don't I don't rule any out. I don't limit myself, you know. But uh, horror and comedy and action—those three definitely really appeal to me. And I like uh, thrillers. John, did you enjoy the latest South Park season? I felt it was a bit bad compared to the previous seasons. Yeah, I didn't hate it, but uh, I liked the fact that they were doing like a serialized season, or at least you know experimenting with that one season. They they probably won't do that again, but I liked that they give they gave it a shot. But I was hoping that you know if you're gonna do that, then. I was excited because I was like, "Oh, they're probably gonna they're gonna build up to some ridiculous finale." But it wasn't really that crazy, and it felt like there were a lot of loose ends and like things that they didn't pay off, jokes that they set up before. Did you see John Wick? Yeah, that was terrific. I I dug the shit out of that. John John Wick one and two. I saw them both, both in theaters. John Wick two was a blast. I haven't had that much fun since the Raid two. Did you guys hear they're rebooting The Raid? Or they're they're making an, an American remake of The Raid? Like, what the fuck? I was talking about this with people the other day. Friends of mine. Like, why would you... Like, The Matrix is older than The Raid. And they haven't rebooted The Matrix yet. What the fuck are they doing? Rebooting The Raid already. And my friends had corrected me at the time. They were like, well, The Raid is a foreign film. So they got to remake it for an american audience. But I'm like, why? It was a mainstream release the way it was. The the one filmed in where where was it filmed? Thailand. But they got to remake it for America. like it came out mainstream in american and canadian theaters. Like it's not like people couldn't see it. So what the fuck? Why are you going to make a new The Raid? And it's it's not going to be as good. You know? Because the, the action in the, the Raid 1, the original one, was already terrific. So, like, it feels like you can't really... I mean, if you were going to top that, you'd have to try really fucking hard. And I don't think any American director is going to accomplish that in America. You know? So I think it's just going to fall short. And... Like... Like, there's there's been a Raid 1 and a Raid 2. So what, the, this American director is going to put out the Raid 1 Again? And then, Gareth, what's, na- what's his name? What's his name? He did the original one, Gareth Edwards, or is that a different guy? I'm thinking of. Whoever directed who, uh, the original Raid One, he's got he's still got plans to do the Raid Three. So you know the Raid the Raid One came out, the Raid Two came out, and then the American reboot's going to come out, the Raid, and then the original director's going to put out the Raid Three, and then everyone's going to be like, what is this? Is this a four? Is this Raid Four? Why is it called Raid Three? wasn't there just another raid movie Uh, maybe the american one's gonna be called something different but it's like what this is just gonna confuse people what the fuck are you doing you don't need to reboot the raid. the raid's already fine it's not even old like fuck off with these reboots just because it's not american you got to remake it with american actors fuck off american people can't watch foreign cinema we don't like subtitles you fucking pussies You don't want to put the work in to fucking read words at the bottom? Who gives a shit? John, why do most directors suck at making movies? I don't fucking know. Gareth Edwards was Monsters, Godzilla, Rogue One. Yeah. So who directed The Raid then? Not the American one. The Raid 1 and 2. Barandal. I can't remember his name. But it's something like Gareth Edwards, I think. Something that sounds similar to that. Have you seen any red-letter media? Of course, dude. I've seen them all. Well, half in the bag, really. I don't really watch the best of the worst stuff. and Sometimes. But half in the bag. That's my shit. And the Plinket reviews. Holy fuck, those are good. Family Guy or South Park? Oh, South Park, definitely. Family Guy's still good, though. I don't shit on it. Family Guy has moments of brilliance. But South Park is more consistently solid with its satire. Family Guy can be really hit or miss. Sometimes they come out with a great one though, like uh, Mr. and Mrs. Stewie. I don't know what season it is, but that's a terrific episode. You guys should check that out. What's your take on Snapchat? I don't, I don't have Snapchat. I think it's dumb. I think it's it's largely for women, right? To exchange whatever bullshit things they take pictures of—food, pets. Whatever else, nobody gives a flying fuck about. Unless it's pictures of tits. I mean, that's the only reason guys have Snapchats, right? Is to get nudes. Otherwise, why the fuck would you have Snapchat? What mic is that, John? This is a condenser microphone that I just bought off of uh, Wish.com. Which uh, I think a lot of people are torn on whether or not it's legit. But uh, it's pretty legit. I mean, I got this microphone, the podcast arm, this metal arm. All for really, a really good price, too, and it works fine. I think people who send nudes on Snapchat, though, are naive. Because it's like they, thi- they think that, oh, it's Snapchat, so it just gets automatically deleted, right? But that image has to pass through a server somewhere, you know? And who's to say that doesn't get stored or copied on the w- on the way to your phone? You know what I mean? So, if you've ever taken a nude, I think your nudes are out there stored somewhere. Then... All it takes is some fucking guy from Anonymous or Anonymous would never, I don't think, hack Snapchat unless Snapchat did something heinous, but some somebody could hack fucking Snapchat, get all those images, all of a sudden all these nudes are out there and it's like the Fappening all over again, except it's not celebrities, it's just regular people. Rooster Teeth should have gotten the recon armor. Still with this shit? Who gives a fuck? Nobody. Most of all, Rooster Teeth. It's the fans, like some of the Rooster Teeth fans that, I guess, make a big deal about that shit. What was Bungie thinking, giving it to John? Take it so seriously. It's a fucking video game armor permutation. Who gives a shit? The Snapchat terms of service were updated, saying that your Snapchats get sold? (laughs) Is that a troll post, or is that real? That can't be real where they sell fucking nude photographs? Get them while they're hot, folks! <laughs> Ten years later, I still think Rooster Teeth should have gone, gotten the f- armor first, John. Yeah, well, why don't you just go right ahead and make a fucking petition on change.org along with a petition. Create a petition along with a petition for me to change my fucking name back to Digital Fear. What, what was the other one? make season three of One Life or Hard Justice or whatever the fuck. Is there an Oscar for Best Villain of 2017? He should give that award to Xanthar. Yeah, where's my Oscar slot? Why am I not at the Oscars right now? I guess. They got a different thing for shows, don't they? That's the Emmys. The Emmys. I need to make a feature film to get in the Oscars. Uh, the Oscar goes to RB the Chief, anyway, even though it's not a film. Congratulations, John. Get on up here! Thanks, everybody. Wow, what a- what a terrific honor it is. I couldn't have done it without my autism... <laughs> ...and my crippling cuckoldry. John, why did you only make two reviews for Hyper News? There could have been so much potential of Chief shitting on good games. Yeah, I know it's hard coming up with those though, man. I mean, I know compared to episode 8, something like Master Chief sucks at Call of Duty seems like a like a throwaway thing that that's kind of easy to produce, right? But it's not that easy. I mean, that that was actually quite complicated and like cuz there's a very specific process to making something like that, like Master Chief sucks at Call of Duty cuz like you got to think about like it it's it's meant to look like a live stream but it's not a live stream right it's like all pre-recorded so like you got to see Chief on you got to see the gameplay being played as if Chief is playing it and then you got to see Chief on camera and doing things performing actions on camera that coincide with the action that's happening on the gameplay and then you gotta like write dialogue that goes with that and then place it right and then fill in the gaps with other dialogue that isn't tied to something that happens specifically in the game. Like, you gotta do things in very specific passes. Like, and the the chat was the very last thing. So, like, whenever there was a a pause in a, in gameplay action or, or dialogue from Chief, that's when the chat would act up, you know? The chat in the latest Master Chief sucks was hilarious. Yeah! I mean, the way I see, the, the reason I'm kind of excited about this Master Chief Sucks, I mean, it was kind of an epiphany. Like, while I was making, developing that extreme thing with Master Chief, it kind of evolved into Master Chief Sucks at this game. Um, and I realized it was kind of the perfect evolution of the classic format of the show. You know how the toys would play a game, and it would cut back to, it would cut back and forth from the game to the toys now stre- the streaming and you know seeing the toys on camera simultaneously with the gameplay seems like an evolution of that form you know that that's appropriate because that's what people do now you know and s- I thought adding the the separate element of the live chat would be a- another way to satirize the current online climate you know what I mean the, kind, the shit that you encounter day to day in live streams and just general anonymous chat you know what I mean fucking trump supporters and racists and uh, just trolls and pedophiles (laughs) and spam bots john your content is like a fine wine you have to watch it several times to fully appreciate yeah i mean there's a lot of jokes in there that i think you gotta you gotta watch the video several times over to kind of because you'll be watching the gameplay and you might miss some dialogue from chief or the chat like, it's almost like you got to watch the video three times over in some cases if you're not really paying attention. Because not only is Chief saying stuff, but things are happening in the game that are funny. And also things are being said in the chat that are funny. So it's a lot to take in at once. I wanted it to be like that. You, like, your eye is constantly drawn to different elements, you know? It's like... I, and I tried to pace it out, too. So it's like you don't have to look at... You don't have to look to see what's going on in the chat while something's happening happening in the game, or Chiefs on a rant or something like that. Like I'll wait until that's over, and then I'll have pe- the the chat act up during, so just so that the the viewer's eye isn't drawn to two things at the same time. John, what happened to your handlebar mustache? <laughs> you know, when I was shaving, I actually I left the mustache just to see how it would look, and I'm like, oh Jesus Christ, I look like a pedophile. This has got to come off. It's either the the full beard or nothing. I'm not doing this goatee shit. Or, you know, pencil-thin beard. Or a mustache. Mustache looks too weird on me. I look like I'm fucking 60 years old. Just remember, John, if you put enough caps in your video title, you'll instantly become the next Mark or PewDiePie. Oh, yeah. It's just what YouTube is fucking turned into compared to what it was like when I first got on. When it was so much easier to be heard, when YouTube wasn't a fucking cacophony of people desperate to be heard over the other guy. Uh, Because I feel like that's all YouTube is now. It's less about like, you know, YouTube for people by people. Like that's kind of what it used to feel like. And I guess it's still that, but it's just like, everybody's making so much noise on YouTube now. And you gotta have like a thumbnail and a title that starts out. It's gotta have some kind of all caps provocative title you know you'll never believe what happens in this video and then it's got like a thumbnail where it's like the commentator has an angry face and he's like mid scream he's like ah, and there's like an explosion behind him and then there's fucking fighter jets flying over his fucking head and there's like a velociraptor in the corner going Aah! and then some other fucking extreme shit like a t-rex like Aah! like all this fucking shit like the fighter jets maybe they're shooting missiles just like you got to you got to do so much shit to fucking be heard that's all it, like it, and it's forcing other youtubers to like do the same thing otherwise you're dead on youtube you don't exist on youtube unless you fucking exploit every other bullshit thing that every everybody else is exploiting that's the only way that you possibly stand a chance of being fucking noticed i fucking hate this youtube environment this climate fuck you got to be such a douche just to like just to stand a chance on youtube you know because like if you try and hold on to your integrity and be like no i'm not going to do annotations no i'm not going to do end cards no i'm not i'm not going to do ridiculous thumbnail images no i'm not going to do provocative titles then you know what all the people that are doing that shit are going to be at the top of all all the fucking search result lists you know and you're just going to be forgotten at the bottom because you're not doing all these bullshit things that all the other guys are doing. So, like, you're forced into it. And it's so fucking annoying. Start doing social experiments. Oh, yeah, that fucking bullshit. Those fucking pranksters. Those social scientists, right? They're performing experiments. They're they're trying to benefit society. Like that... I talked about this on a pre oh, um, episode a while ago. You know, they used to have, like, guys... Like... These social experimenters, social scientists, they'll be like, "I'm, I'm today on YouTube. I'm going to show you just how easy it is for a child predator to snatch your child." And then it's like uh, they'll they'll have the guy on camera and uh, approaching a child, like, "Hey, you want to hang out? You want to see my puppies?" And then it's like they'll bring the the kid back to the parent, and be like, "You know, I I almost I if I was a child predator, I could have stolen your kid away." And then he looks at the, the camera, and he's like, you see how easy it is? This is, this is what happens if you don't watch after you watch your child. You got to keep an eye on them. Stay safe. Keep your family safe. Subscribe to my channel. Blah, blah, blah. And they say it's, like not, they say it's not about them. It's not about ego. It's, it's about saving society. But, you know, that doesn't stop them from getting all dressed up for the camera and wearing fucking bling and cool shades and then leaning close into the camera like, hey, this isn't about me this isn't about ego okay this isn't about me this isn't about me so fucking dumb John CJG you know how you do master chief sucks at well how about you do arbiter is good at uh, that would be boring I mean I, I want to bring arbiter into the show because I think people a lot of people like I think I think a lot of people enjoyed that last video I put out master Chief sucks at Call of Duty but I think a bunch of people were kind of like you know i kind of want i i want arbiter in there just to just as kind of filler you know to to patch up the holes that that chief the the holes in in what chief is saying you know but but not give arbiter equal presence or have him dominate the show because then i think it would just be boring i think the focus has to be chief sucking and making ignorant statements and then Arbiter could kind of chime in, and then some banter would happen. Like, I, I want to have it like that. John loves licking little boys' sweaty sacks. Oh yeah, you know what? I was talking... This is another thing. I was talking to a friend. I was like, uh... We were talking about the kind of movies that we'd love to direct one day, and I was talking about the movies I'd ca- I'd like to direct, and I was like, um... Fuck, hang on. One second here, I dropped something. You know what? I'm actually going to go to the bathroom too. While I'm... Take a little break here. I'll be right back, guys. Back in a jiffy. Oh, I'm going to play an ad. The See Me After Class podcast will be back after these messages. And we're back, everybody. Welcome to back, back to the See Me After Class podcast, the number one and only podcast in Canada. Thank you very much for joining. Hope you, you guys are having a great time. John have Master Chief sucks at Modern Warfare 2, no Russian mission. <laughs> That's actually a pretty good idea to have him play that mission in particular. I, I, want him, I want him to have to do, I want, him another, I want to do another video where he does the training mission in Modern Warfare 2. So I know, first reaction, it's like, what, another video where he just does the training mission? You already did that in Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. But the, if you screw up during the training mission in Modern Warfare 2, the things that people shout at you are really funny. So I, I kind of want to make a video around that, at least partly make smegma t-shirts john <laughs> like t-shirts out of smegma uh. i think that, that that would take a lot of smegma to make enough shirts for everybody but thankf- thankfully my smegma collection is so abundant do you earn 100% revenue uh on youtube yeah i do i'm not partnered i'm not partnered with a network which kind of explains my shitty view figures, because apparently if you partner with one of these MCNs, then you have the benefit of, of decent search engine optimization. Which I still don't fully understand. I wish I fucking understood it. Like, what the fuck does search engine opti- optimization mean? What does it mean, seriously? Beyond just using the right keywords to promote your video. You know? What, what do you do beyond... What is search in, How is it optimized? What does that mean? Like, don't just say SEO, search engine optimization, as a selling point and just gloss over what the fuck it is. What do you do? What is the optimization? What are you doing to my video that makes it at the top of, like, the search, the result list that I'm not doing already? I don't fucking get it. What what does it take to go viral in this day and age, really? You never know what's going to go viral, you know? Remember that woman with the Chewbacca mask in her car? who just filmed the video with her phone and then she was just like a internet sensation overnight and then I think that quickly fizzled out but there's some people who who went viral doing that kind of shit and they're still going like you know on YouTube that uh, that girl who does that face morphing thing to her chin and she's she's always making jokes about how she wants to fuck her boyfriend and stuff like that Like people like that who just go viral just a little funny video they made on their phone, and just catches on. Like, how exactly does it happen? You know, you need to dab more. Oh, that's what I was missing. I guess I'm gonna go viral now, right? John, you fuck. What do you think of the whole PewDiePie situation? Oh, with, with him getting called out as a racist and is, is he is he the new guy who's been slapped with the alt-right label? I fucking hate that term. Seriously, alt-right. Like, if you make one inappropriate joke, you're alt-right now. You know? If you're not constantly preaching liberal PC bullshit, you're an, you're, you're an alt-right Nazi. Fuck off. Just because, what, what, did he make a few anti-Semitic jokes? Like, PewDiePie has established himself as, like, a comedian. I mean, not, not in the sense of a prof- professional stand-up comedian, but he's like a comic YouTube personality. You know so it's like anything he says should be taken with a grain of salt you know if he's if he's tr- trying to make people laugh so if he makes some anti-semitic shit whatever because it's, it's it's in the zeitgeist you know so it's like you know I, I think people just gravitate towards me- making jokes like that just because everyone else is making jokes like that anti-semitic jokes islamophobe jokes whatever the hell Th- things people are sensitive about you know I was talking to a friend of mine about, like, uh, we were talking about autism and how, like, the, the definition of that word has been adopted by alt writers or, you know, people who just want to have a jo- you know, just want to have a laugh. They take that, that term and they use it as a blanket term for just, like, anybody who's mildly annoying, <laughs> you know? Um, but my friend and I were talking about, he showed me this th- meme that I hadn't seen before. It's like, this little crude image drawn in MS Paint where it's like the basic template is like two people in the left side of the frame having a conversation about something and then there's a third guy crouching down in this weird crab-like pose and then it says above him autistic screeching. So like the two guys are talking about something and then there's a third guy crouching in this weird thing just going, (laughs) you know? And... He was showing me that me- he was showing me this meme used uh, towards this like woman who was getting outraged over Twitter because she had autistic children at home. She was like, "I can't believe people are making jokes about this. I have two autistic children that I deal with. This isn't a joke. You understand? It's not a joke. This is something people actually deal with. It's a real condition, and it, you know, wears parents out dealing with that sort of thing." And in res- like, this this was like Twitter. This was on Twitter. These were tweets. And in response to these tweets, people were just posting more of these these meme images. Just more autistic screeching jokes. And the parents were just getting more and more annoyed, just responding like, Oh my God, you're fucking disgusting. How could you do this? And they just kept coming back with more jokes, more jokes. I'm just, I'm, I'm just sitting back going, Don't you see what's happening here? As long as you feel... As long as you... Uh, announce that you have a problem with it they're just gonna keep digging at you you know what I mean because you're a lols cow you know if you keep getting genuinely upset they're just gonna keep milking you for laughs as long as they possibly can and only until you you take a step back and say you know what you're an idiot I'm out of here that's when they'll get bored be like okay I'll move on to something else but if you just keep getting agitated more and more it's just you're just digging your own grave, you know what I mean? And that's you know, uh, Sam Hyde, I think got his show canceled because he had the same thing. He got that alt-right label slapped on his fucking forehead, just trying to be funny, you know? But everybody, all these liberal assholes, got to take it so seriously. And of course, PewDiePie is an anti-Semitic, you know? He's 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 an internet personality for so long, and got, he's got highly reputed for so long, and then he comes out, makes you know there's a, there's some like anti-Semitic anti or Islamophobic humor in the cultural zeitgeist, and then he kind of makes his own contribution to that, and he gets flagged as a fucking alt writer. It's like does does anything he did in the past not fucking count? That this guy has established himself as an online comedic presence you know does that mean nothing Oh, he made a joke about the Jews that means he's he's banned from the internet fuck off well that's how the internet works one of the creators of Bioshock Infinite asked the internet to stop with Elizabeth rule 34 then Bungie tried to stop overwatch rule 34 entirely you can't stop it you you gotta just let them do the thing you know I mean are I are you going to just let let it be or are you going to crack down on this and you know make give everybody a miserable experience you know and I consider myself left leaning I mean I don't know I I don't know whether I can consi- I don't know how to define myself politically because I don't really think in terms of politics you know what I mean but I mean if I had to it would be somewhere between left leaning and centrist you know I think left-leaning if I had to pick. But I'm sick of easily triggered liberals. Fuck. Very annoying. Rule 34 is one of the many laws of the internet. Yeah, dude. I mean, uh... My, my idea for an action cartoon, Polyfrost. I mean, I know once I do that, that's gonna... Like, if that ever became a thing, there would almost certainly be a Rule 34 for it. And it's like, what can you do? Nothing you just got to people let people do their thing they're going to they're going to grab a hold of it and run with it you know and you can't stop them everybody's got their own home computer with editing software and and drawing tools and whatever they can create whatever the fuck so what are you going to do censor all that you going to censor the whole fucking world get the fuck out of here so what's the alternative well get on board with it and realize that people are kind of fucked and that the internet the internet is a beyond what it is f- practically and physically Really, it's it's kind of a it's it's a manifestation of the the, um, the collective Experience, you know, it's like one giant human brain, you know And all its flaws and good parts combined, you know, so you got to take the, the bad with the good Otherwise you can't have either. So do you want it all or do you want nothing? You can't have just the good and leave the bad. The bad's always going to be there because the bad is in people, you know? The internet is only what, how people forge it, you know what I mean? So the internet becomes a rep- representation of the collective mind of everybody, you know? And that darkness in humanity is not going to go away. So why would the darkness in the internet go away? Just because we want it to just because we we as a species want to pretend that we're more sophisticated than we actually are. Guess what? We're not. People haven't changed for a very long time. They've always been the same. They all have the same basic drives. They're all self-serving at some point, you know? What's in that water bottle? Hmm, I wonder. Water maybe? John, your mic is really really quiet. Yeah, I, I don't I think I know I I'm not having my mouth close enough to the microphone. <clears throat> Have you ever thought of doing a Freeman's Mind type series where it's not Master Chief playing the game of Halo, but it's the actual Master Chief's thoughts? I don't know about that. Well, this is interesting, actually. A lot of people were complaining about... Well, I think people were on the fence. Like, there was half the people who watched Master Chief Sucks at Halo. I think everybody really liked it. But I think some people were like... Some people liked the the draw, the more drawn out pacing of it, you know, in relation to something like the regular story episodes or the bites. Well, not not those regular story episodes, but the bites. The dialogue and the jokes are so rapid fire. And then in the Master Chief Sucks a Call of Duty, there were there were points where Chief wouldn't say anything, and you would just you would just see gameplay for a while, and maybe some some things would appear in the live chat on the side. But I think uh, some people were annoyed by that. They didn't like the pauses in Chief's dialogue. But there were other people who really appreciated the pacing. It was like, oh, thank God, because like, it's a little unrealistic that Chief is constantly coming out with jokes. It feels a little more realistic that he's kind of um, speaking, like he's pacing out his dialogue, and you have little stretches of time where he's just silent playing the game. You know, that that could either be seen as... Uh, an element of realism that kind of makes it funnier in a way or something that's just like a a drag you know it's like oh chief's not saying enough you gotta say have him say more jokes and I honestly don't know which way to go you know I'm leaning towards having just more chief dialogue but then I want the live chat to, to serve a function in the show too I feel like that's important I don't know and i'm glad everybody appreciated the satire of the live chat a lot i got a lot of comments saying the live chat was the best thing about the whole thing and i was i was uh, thank god cuz like part of me was like i was thinking oh some people might not like this like if if i'm making jokes in the chat about pedophiles you know that kid timothy 1234567890 joins and then a bunch of pedophiles join <laughs> and they try to chat him up trying to get his address one of them scares them off and then all the all the pedos leave like if if I were to submit something like like that in a film festival I would think people would read that and be like oh my like you either find something like like that hilarious because you recognize the truth in it you're like oh my god there are a lot of fucking freaks like that on the internet this is accurate or you would see something like that and go well this isn't funny children being hurt and abused like that that's something you shouldn't joke about I'm just like, yeah, but it's not about that. Like, the joke is that this, this happens online and it's horrible. I know it's horrible. It's not like I don't know. I know it's horrible. That's why I'm putting it in there because in there, I think the truth is funny, you know? Just how fucking deplorable the internet is sometimes. John, will you ever do a MTV house tour? MTV Cribs? Come on in, y'all broke motherfuckers. Got <laughs> Dave Chappelle sketch? I put diamonds in my food, because that's ballin'. That's ballin', son. <laughs> so you like Sonic, huh? Yeah, want to see my chili dog? <laughs> uh, you guys are funny. John, you should be the only director of all the movies. Yeah, I gotta get into live action. People keep telling me, like... Oh, I just went to this uh, crazy... The, the film the film competition screening was last night I went to that you know the the film competition I was in I made it to the semifinals the top 13 and then uh... we never made it to the final six that were selected for production but I was invited to the screening of the six films that made it you know the films were finished so it's like this is the night where it gets to be screened in front of everybody and uh... Oh my god! It was just the first half of that was so fucking boring. You know, you go to those screenings and like, I'm I'm sitting there. I got a good seat early. I go into the theater. I sit down. I'm, I wait, and then it takes so fucking long for everybody to get their shit together and get in the theater and get sat down because so many people are fucking chit chatting and hugging. Oh, I haven't seen you in forever. How you doing? that shit everywhere it's like fuck can, can we just get on with this and you know you hear the the guy over the announce the announcements thing the intercom saying the show will be starting in 10 minutes uh 10 minutes everybody and then 5 minutes later you, the same guy same guy comes on and he says the same thing we'll be starting in 10 minutes i'm like fuck time isn't has come to a standstill it's not even fucking moving you know can we just move this fucking forward please Like, fucking get a cattle prod and shock those motherfuckers if you have to. Get them in the fucking theater and sit them down. Sit their asses down. Glue their fucking asses to the chair if you have to. And let's get this fucking show started. Takes for fucking ever getting everybody sorted. And then it came on a third time. And he's like, okay, uh, the show's going to be starting in seven minutes. And I'm like, okay, seven minutes now. Not really. I mean, technically, the show should be starting. But it's like, oh, seven minutes. At least that's better than ten. We're slowly making progress. But everyone's just fucking... Chit-chatting, shooting the shit, and posing for selfies. And everybody's dressed up, like... So many people are just, like, desperate for attention there, you know? You know? Any chance... Any photo opportunity they see, they gotta get in there. And eventually it finally fucking started, but then... Before the movies actually screen, you got to sit through a fucking hour of people coming on stage. Like, the host comes on stage and thanks everybody for coming and makes a few jokes. And then it's like, okay, we need a few... We're going to have a few words from our sponsors. And then they all come up one at a time and they all say the same goddamn fucking thing. Hey, it's a pleasure to be here. And, uh, wow, these films are all terrific and it's really, you know... You know, it's, uh, it really pulls at my heartstrings to see this kind of energy that's going into these films and what an exciting time it is for, B- for British Columbia filmmaking. Get the fuck on with it. Seriously. We're all sitting—my ass is hurting already. Movies haven't even fucking started. Get on with it. But it's like, no, another half hour of this shit. One person after another. Okay, cool, we get it. People contributed and gave money. Like all the financial donors, they got to get them come up one at a time and say their piece even though nobody gives a fuck. Well, finally, the film started, and then the, f- the films are pretty cool. I wasn't that torn up about it, but at the time that I find out that my script didn't make it into the final six, I was kind of pissed off. I was like, fuck, I, like, I worked hard on that. like, And I thought we had one of the few funny log lines, like, so when I showed up for the screening I was like these better be fucking good like these are the ones I lost to these better be fucking good or I'm gonna be pissed and for the most part they were good you know and I was like I was satisfied I was I didn't feel too bad about losing so I was like oh, okay cause you know it's, it's good that these people made it you know cause like if, if I had gotten selected that would have meant that you know one of their films wouldn't have been made or seen you know and they were all terrific not I mean not they weren't all terrific, they're all good. Some of them were terrific. but it's like you know've I've, I have my ho- oppor- I've had my time in the spotlight. you know I have my online thing. people know who I am on there, and you know there's there's people here participating in this competition. who don't have any exposure and they're desperate for their chance to make a film and be recognized, you know so it's like better better that it goes to them, you know. I just hope that I wasn't picked over some shitty uh uh picked or I just hope I wasn't omitted in favor of a shitty script, you know? That was only selected because it met some kind of uh So this is why I'm so apprehensive to like competing in film competitions cuz like I feel like you know the judges and you know the people organizing the thing are all they're they're trying to push some kind of agenda at the end of the day. Like Cause this film festival, in particular, I think it's kind of a, it's kind of a commercial for Vancouver overall, and so they want the films that come out of this competition to each touch on some kind of political hot button in a in a kind of in a in a satisfactory way, you know, in a, a crowd pleasing way, you know what I mean? Like every every film has to be progressive, you know, in terms of you know race relations you know, or, you know, gender and sexual identity, and LGBTQ, you know, it feels like you, you got to have, you got to be making a statement on one of those things, something that's really, you know, or politics or something like that, something that's really, um, you know, bothering people in the current realm, you know, that, like you you can't just make like a sl- a bloody slasher movie that doesn't really have a profound point at the heart of it like it's got to have some kind of pc you know statement at the heart of it and i'm just not interested in that too much like i just want to make what i want to make you know and if like it, and if i were to approach a subject a subject like that i'd want to do it satirically and my sa- my satire tends to push it a little too far you know it could be just because i think that's funny but I could see these judges looking at my scripts and saying, oh, no, we, we're not doing this. Like, th- these films are representative of Vancouver because the, the competition's so popular, you know, so we got to be careful about what we pick. And um, I just feel like I'm not going to get accepted because of just, like, people associate me with, like, raunchy humor, you know, and and taking the satire a little too far. Like, you know, when I was talking about that, Idea we were developing before, like uh, the, the um, where God the you know the the pitch that I made for the competition, where God is running an office and he has a bunch of uh, underlings that are like biblical figures, like Lucifer and Jesus and stuff. And I, I talked, like, I got, that, I got feedback saying, you know, have you thought about casting black people and women in, in the short film? And in response to that, my response was just to have a scene where we see the exterior of the office and then a sign that says, no blacks, no women, no, no animals allowed. It's because I thought that was funny. But I just imagine me writing that into a script and then the judges would just look, look at it in horror. You know, we can't possibly publish this. We, we can't have our name associated on this and it's like it's obviously a joke it's obviously fucking ridiculous you think i'm gonna have a scene like that in earnest where we see the outside of a fucking office building and a sign that says no black people allowed you think i'm honestly slipping that in there as a subliminal racist message like heh. <laughs> this will get past them this this will indoctrinate them all and then the the whole world will be racist like me <laughs> like fuck off you idiots i'm joking obviously you think i really think that i just think it's funny and i just hate i hate how hard social media is being pushed like in that show like that screening last night they're on stage and they were saying uh uh, we're about to do something, uh, not commonly found in theaters here. Well, uh, at this time, we'd normally have a please turn off your cell phones notification, but what we're going to tell you right now is to turn on your cell phones, and we want you to get on Twitter. Everybody in the audience, pull out your phones, get on Twitter, take a picture of something, anything around you, doesn't matter. It can be a picture of yourself, the person next to you, a picture of the theater, or a picture of the people on stage, and just, uh... You know tweet with our hashtag and I understand why they do it you know because it's like they're just trying to get the word out there that this is this is an event that's happening and they want to grow right I mean it's like me every time I make a video I'm like hey share this fucking shit let people know that I'm not dead and still making fucking content you know but I try not to be annoying about it so I understand the need for like promotion